Welcome to the Brooker Family Podcast. Let me start by saying if you are ever in the Los Angeles area and you're looking for something fun to do with your family or friends, you have to head to Studio City and check out Pins. We recently went and had such a great time with our friends. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. There's an arcade there. It's really fun. You get to play all these fun games on a motorcycle and even Mario <laughs> Kart. And you played a lot of the games where you were trying to win prizes. The claw yeah, game. I didn't win any. Didn't win any prizes. Maybe next time. I and can't wait to go back. Yeah, and we should mention Pins is a bowling alley. Yep. They have 32 lanes of bowling, of state-of-the-art equipment. They just went through a bunch of renovations. Now they have this awesome party and event space, which is called the Animal Bar. Oh, it's so cool. I'm actually going to be performing stand-up there this week. So if you're in the area, please come by Pins Thursday night at 8 o'clock. It is, uh, there's no cover, and there is no minimum requirement for food or drinks. So it's basically great. a free comedy show. Come by Woo! Pins, check it out. And then um, they have the Meltdown Ice Cream Oh, my shop. gosh. Oh my gosh, it is the best ice cream in the world. <laughs> so good. They also had a ton of desserts and cookies. Oh, the, and yeah, the, the cookies are great. And the food was great mm -hmm. too. The food was good. Yeah, so like we it. absolutely loved Pins and we're so grateful to them. They're sponsoring our podcast. So shout out to Pins. If you're coming to LA or if you live in the LA area, go and check it out. It's a perfect spot for families. Uh, www. Why do I say the www? Just everyone go knows. to. No, everyone knows there's three dubs. Uh, PinsLA.com. That's P I N Z L A.com. <laughs> This is the Brooker Family Podcast. This is a weekly pop culture and entertainment show for parents. And kids. And we've got our kid here with us. Hello, hello. What's your name? My name is Channing Brooker. <laughs> and I'm Heather Brooker. I'm Chris Brooker. And we're so thrilled that you're joining us here today because every week we love talking about movies and television and um, just whatever is happening in the pop culture zeitgeist, I guess, as a family. Yeah. We watch a lot of screens and we <laughs> love to talk about it. We do. Yeah. There's some things that we discover together yep. as a family. There are some things that we uh, maybe overanalyze a little bit together as a family. Maybe a little. Maybe a little. And so we're so thrilled to sort of bring everybody along with us on this journey. And um, that's what this podcast is all about. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about, first of all, we had a really exciting weekend this weekend. Channing basically is like superstar extraordinaire. Performer yeah. supreme. <laughs> this is when like the time of year when like all of the recitals and performances start to like start coming together. It's the end of the year. The Everyone's the been year. working. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. End of the school year, beginning of the summer. And um, Channing, first of all, we kicked off uh, the weekend with a trombone performance. Mm. Burr, 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 burr. Yep. <laughs> That's how and it goes. Yep. also, I had a solo tap dance. For your dance recital, yes. yeah. And I also did this amazing lyric dance. Oh, you think it was amazing, huh? Well, you said it was It, it was pretty it was amazing. amazing. I, I don't amazing. really think it's amazing. You guys said it was amazing, so. Okay. Well, it was pretty amazing. We were very proud. We're very Thanks. proud of the trombone performance, which she's one of four trombone players in her school, which That's is pretty cool. cool. And then the next day was her dance recital. Um, and just really amazing to see, really fun to see all these little kids come together. And they've been working for months and months yep. on their dance routines. Channing did, as she said, a tap dance solo. And mm -hmm. then she did a group dance, which was like a lyrical dance. Um, and then, of course, they had all the little, little kids in their tutus. Yeah, I remember so when Channing was in those little tutus. It was so cute. Like, all of them were just looking at the little per the person and they were like, wee. 
we have actually a lot going on on the show today. Mm -hmm. Let's move on to what's popping. Everybody is still talking about Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse because it's a huge huge movie. It's amazing. And it is amazing. It's amazing. Um, And I think everybody is obviously, you know, going out to see it. We're still not going to give away any spoilers because I think there's still quite a few people that haven't made it out yet um, to see it. But the word is getting out. People word is getting are, out. are going to watch this movie, and as they should. As we said, it's, a, it's so far it's been the, the best movie of the year. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, they're talking about Oscar contention. Yep. They're talking about all the, you know, tons of special effect awards for sure. Yes, definitely. definitely. Yeah. It was really a good movie. Yeah. Like, one of the best. I think so. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how well it does. Um, it's does, already breaking records. Does it have legs? Is it going to? Is it going to be repeat? I think people are going to see it repeatedly. See, that's the thing. I think that's what's going to build the box office on this. Is people are going to see it two, three, maybe even four times in the theater, and then it's going to break all kinds of video on demand records. Oh f- yeah, for sure. Do you know what video on demand is? No. It's where people can rent the video. It's, it's where people oh. can, when it hits digital, you can go on and you can order the movie and watch it at home. Because I, because I'm going to do it, I'm going to probably buy it when it comes out. Yeah, so you can watch it over, over and, and over, over and, and over. over. Maybe Sony will send us something. Speaking of Sony, Sony sent me actually some swag, cool, a little Ooh. gift um, to celebrate the movie. So I have this box of collectibles that they sent. And I'm doing a giveaway right now on my TikTok. If everybody wants to go and enter, all you have to do is make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Brooker Family Popcast. And then um, on the 9th, Friday the 9th, I'm going to pick a winner at random. And you guys will get this cool box of swag. And I did like a whole unboxing and stuff so people can yeah. go check that out. Um, so good luck, everybody. Go oh, and enter. I love, I love it when you get swag. I love to give. Fr- I honestly love to just give stuff away. Yeah. That's um, fun. It's ha- fun. Yeah, we're very lucky in that we get gifted a lot of things, and I would rather share it. Like, in this video game, it's called Limited Words. Okay. I like to give a lot of words whenever I'm leaving the game, so I'm like, anyone want my words? Because I'm leaving in a couple of minutes. So do stuff. you lose the words, then, if you leave the game? No. Is that why you I- give them away? No, if I leave the game, I get a new amount of words, so I might as well give them all my words, because I usually end up with, like, a thousand words or something. Wow. Oh, so you get words every time you enter the game, and so when you have leftover yeah. words, you just give them away. Yeah. Good. Before I leave. That's very nice of you. Solid. Yeah. Solid plan, giving away. Very yeah. altruistic. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, and so we have to talk quickly about the other thing people are talking mm-hmm. about in terms of television, which is the Ted Lasso oh. season finale. Bittersweet. So, Ted Lasso is a show that I wish Channing would have watched with us. There was, a, but there was a lot of swears. I know you're okay with swears. I was just about to say, but I'm not okay with you well, watching. And there are some adult themes too. Yes. you know, other than swears. Also, yes. do not care about that. You would care. I care. It's <laughs> our care. job to it's, care. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's more for um, us. Than and you. it's not that we're being particularly like you know prudish about it or whatever, but it's just it, some slightly inappropriate stuff for younger kids. Okay, right. I, I get that. I okay, get it. so we actually love this show. We love Ted Lasso. It truly was a show that brought people together during the early days of the pandemic when it was released on Apple TV Plus. Um, and it it only did three seasons. They only did three seasons of it. And it's grown and it's become like this um, cultural phenomenon. Like everyone was making the biscuits that Ted yeah. made yeah. Um, for Rebecca in the show. And it took on a life of its own. Well, it's the messaging too. It's got a fantastic like mental health message. Yeah. Positivity, mental health growth. Kindness. I mean, the cast of Ted Lasso met with the president and his administration to talk about mental health in the United States and how to improve it. And so it, the messaging is really good and the overall vibe of the show was just positive and great. But it wasn't sappy. 
You know, it, 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 it didn't, no. it didn't get, well, the finale got a little sappy in parts, but that's mm-hmm. to be expected. But the show itself just had an overall positive message and it was funny and it was sincere and it was just a good show. Well acted and well Have you heard about some of the fan theories that are being discussed and thrown around uh-uh. about um, no. Ted Lasso? One thing that I thought was really interesting and I didn't make the connection until someone on TikTok like spelled it all out is its comparison to The Wizard of Oz. How Ted is from Kansas. He goes off into this land with strange people. And they went through and character by character said who everybody was. So Roy Kent, with his bad knee um, and his anger, was the Tin Man. Okay. Um, who Guess who the Cowardly Lion was? Nate. Nate. Nate's the Cowardly Lion. 100%. I guess who the Oz was. Oz, Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah. And then who do you think Scarecrow was? Oh, uh, Daphne. Daphne. No, not Daphne. Um, Kelly. Keely. Keely. <laughs> no, Keely was Glinda, the good witch. Oh, Keely was Glinda. Okay, yeah, yeah, that fits. I don't know where I got Daphne I just, from. I just, <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you need to watch the I'm thinking, show. I'm thinking Scooby Doo or something. I don't know. Um, what's the show about? It's, a, it's about this this coach from Kansas that flies to England to coach a soccer team, and he knows nothing about soccer. But he brings his assistant coach, and they end up coaching this team, and the team bonds. They all become like this family, and it's just a really great, sweet show. And he learns about soccer. He learns about the team. He learns about England, and they learn about him, and his overall positivity kind of injects the team with good vibes. Huh. So okay. it's a good show. It's a good show. I would recommend it for you maybe in a year or two. Uh, oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe in the year of five. Maybe in the year of five. <laughs> um, I can't remember who they said the scarecrow was. Um, oh, would it be the assistant? The, the, the guy? Um, no, it's somebody. It's one of the characters that didn't have a brain. That was, uh, I think it was the other soccer player. Oh, oh Jamie. Yeah, maybe Jamie, Jamie Tart. J- Jamie Tart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody that was kind of... Um, uh, stupid or dumb. I could see Jamie Tart. Wow. Series. Yeah, it's okay to see those words. I know, but that's setting. just offensive. It's not offensive. That's I'm not calling someone stupid or dumb. It's the character. Mm. Yeah. Um, so the, the I character think, played someone who was a little dim. I think that's who they were saying. Um, that fits. Yeah. That's an interesting theory. Yes, and and get this. <laughs> so in the in the very last episode, Ted is wearing red sneakers. Red trainers. I now have to rewatch it just, right? just for that. And and when he, uh, I guess he when he flies back to Kansas and everybody else stays in Oz or whatever. Like there's a lot more comparisons like that. We could honestly, I could wow. like keep going about it because I you've saw gone that. down some rabbit holes. Well, I saw you? that and I was like, oh, that's <laughs> brilliant. And I'm sure it was intentional because there was definitely Wizard of Oz threads throughout the film. Uh, throughout the series that pointed to the Wizard of Oz. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. The reason why I said that the finale got a little, I don't want to say sappy sometimes, got a, got a little over the top with the sentimentality is it did, it did push that window a little bit of trying to tug at the heartstrings of like, oh, this is the last episode. We're going to try to make you cry. <laughs> and uh, there's only one scene that made me cry. But they tried in a couple scenes. Which scene made you cry? Well, the one where they all had the bits of the Believe banner. Oh, and they, then they put yes. the, the bits of the Believe banner on the bench and they reassembled it. And uh, and apparently his clothes that he was wearing also matched or had like symbolism to Dorothy's gingham dress, the blue gingham dress. Okay. At one point. Um, 
Wow. Yeah. And there's also Rebecca offers Ted um, a tonic uh, from a tray, which is the drink mentioned in Elton John's song, Oz, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Oh, geez. Now that's really. Uh, it's deep. Getting, tra- no, getting it's deep woven. Track. Yeah, no, it's woven wow. all throughout that. No. So, you know who. Okay. Any guesses on who Toto is? Dorothy's sidekick. Uh, uh, no. Beard. Oh, Beard. That makes the ever okay. loyal, always yeah. present <laughs> Toto. I love Beard. What a great character. So great. What a great character Beard was. Um, and I'm glad he stayed. I'm glad he stayed to coach, too. Yes. No, no spoilers. Sorry. Oh, I my just totally gosh. Spoiled everything. You just ruined the whole thing. All right. But anyway, honestly, I'm trying to see if there was anything else that I missed to see. Uh, Roy Kent is the Tin Man because it literally had that knee problems, specifically the left knee, just like the Tin Man did in the movie. Um, but there were so many references to. Um, huh. Yeah, they said Jamie Tart was the scarecrow because he isn't the brightest. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. I can see anyway, that. Anyway, when you get a chance, go down the rabbit hole. I was hoping you hadn't heard about that or seen that yet, so I could kind of be like. Surprise. Well, it also makes sense because the Scarecrow and the Tin Man were good friends and they became good friends uh, throughout the course of the show and especially in the last season. Oh Oh, my gosh, I love it. All right, well, speaking of good friends, I'm very excited because we have a special guest on the show this week. Our friends, um, Jamie Kaler and Jason Gowan, who host the Parents Lounge podcast. And these two guys are comedians. They are very talented performers and um, host of the show. And um, we're so thrilled. Uh, Chris and I got to sit down and talk with them and talk about their show and play a little fun game with them. So you guys check it out. Here's our interview with Jamie Kaler and Jason Gowan from the Parents Lounge. So Chris and I are very excited because we are chatting with two of our favorite funny dads. We've got Jamie Kaler and Jason Gowan. Hi. Oh, hello. Hello. Thank you so much for finding time in your busy dad life schedule to chat with us and be on the Broker Family Podcast. Um, I want to just jump right in and talk about how did the parent Parents Lounge come to be? Were you guys friends? Um, obviously, <laughs> or not. That would be real awkward if you weren't. A couple of randoms hooked up <laughs> on the bus one day. So tell us yeah, how it all came to be. Jason, you want to take it? Sure. Um, so Jamie and I were each doing our own respective dad podcasts and uh, a buddy of ours uh, who we had both done. We had both done reality paranormal television shows and our mutual friend said, hey, you should uh, have a comedian and actor Jamie Kaler who did Haunted Live uh, on your podcast. And he came on and he and I just clicked and then he came back and he came back and he never left and so we combined the dad lands and dad apocalypse and the parents lounge was born it is funny yeah we i, I was the dad lands you know everyone's trying to be witty witty and here's dad apocalypse and uh, i forget like we had like so many different uh names and even when we did the parents lounge i think we were having a drink and we were like, oh, I wish I was just hanging at like a lounge. And they're like, how about the parents' lounge? And then we were like, TPL. And we're like, all right, that kind of works. And right. was it, was Dadlands like a play on the Badlands? Yes. Okay. It was very Springsteen-y. And, um, and there was like, <laughs> the, we had a logo made that was like a dad pushing a stroller through a desert with a cactus and a, <laughs> and a, and a cow skull or something. And it was called very the Dadlands. Nice. And, what uh, is this like apocalyptic theme with dads? Like, why were you guys feeling like, ah, the end of the world now that we're if, fathers? If you saw our kitchen right now, the damage that my children caused, you'd realize why it, I compare it to a post-apocalyptic <laughs> wasteland. 
I just went to uh, my daughter's birthdays in August, so there's no way that could be just skipped. So I had to go to my daughter at school at recess. They had a big birthday party for all the summer birthdays. Do they do that at your kid's school? So I showed up. They said, hey, you're bringing water. My wife signed me up to bring water, so I had to bring water. I show up. Recess is 20 minutes. The kids come running out. The parents had set up this elaborate, like, tablecloths, and each kid had a donut, a chocolate cupcake, a bag of Doritos, uh, a vanilla shake, and then there was a gift bag that had a Twinkie in it. And I was like, the kids came down, like, shoveled sugar in their face. 20 minutes was over. I was talking to the teacher. I was like, "I'm, I'm sorry for you. He's like, dude, you have no idea. The rest of my day is going to be horrific and yes. I was like, well thank god i'm leaving and then i i went home and um i'm not even i don't even want to pick my kid up after school i might just leave her there for a few hours to let that sugar it's a matter today's it for us today's the last day of school so like i have i have i have an hour and then my my life is over yeah. and it's oh, over no. as i know for like the whole <laughs> say, jamie what's you know guys what's what's with the apocalyptic view of parenthood uh i don't it's I, I feel like it's the end of the world. I do. It tracks. Some days. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love the chemistry that you guys have together. Chris and I have both been on your show and it's always so much fun. You're such a joy to talk to. Um, let's talk about um, your, uh, the type of show that you have. Is is it like advice? Are you giving people like hot tips? Are you sharing stories? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's Giving sweet. us hot tips on the parents' lounge? Oh, there's or- hot tips in there. There's hot tips on uh, what's the best cocktail to get through yep. an evening of your yep. child losing their mind. I would argue that if you follow what we do regularly, you'd, you, you, if by just doing the opposite of what we're doing, you get the good advice. You'll get there. <laughs> yeah. You know, the whole thing started because I had kids really late in life. I was deep in my forties and I met this girl and she was like, Hey, we should have kids. And I made a terrible uh, decision in the moment. And um, now and I agree have, to it. <laughs> I was like, why not? And um, basically, I had no idea what I was doing. And so when I first started doing the podcasts and had like all these, you know, whether it was celebrities or people who were like new things, I don't, we had all kinds of guests. on. And they uh, it was more we call it parental mental health Tuesdays when we do our show night, because most parents I know are like, we all think whatever's happening in that moment is only happening to us. But the mm-hmm. truth is. We've all gone through the exact same thing. Sometimes my wife will be like, our daughter is this. And I go, every every kid's like that. She's nine. Hormones are flying. She's losing her mind. Yeah, she's hanging on by a thread. And so it was more like we have, when people watch our show, it, they always go, uh, wow, I guess I'm I'm doing okay as a parent. And that's really what it's about. So it's very casual. It's very conversational. We tell insane stories and just, hopefully make everyone feel a little bit better about their parenting choices. Where they're at. And then tell me how old your kids are again, both of you. I have two. I have an eight-year-old and a nine-year-old. Actually, I'm sorry. She just turned 10 this morning, even though it's not till August. So I have a 10-year-old and an eight-year-old. Okay. Jason. And I have a seven-year-old and uh, my wife thought it would be funny to split her egg in the middle of pre- pregnancy. Uh, she thought it was a funny a joke. joke to play. That's hilarious. Yeah, right? This is a hilarious, hilarious prank she played. And we ended up with twin boys who are now four. Oh. Whew. Yeah. yeah. 
Two like tornadoes. When you get he gets. He was like he. There's something he'd done something horrible in a previous life. <laughs> I might. I might have been. I was like uh, Genghis Khan or Napoleon well, or something. Pot. Like you, paying you for it. Some people, dude. Because then he got sentenced to life. But you know when the, the judge then goes, well, let's give him double life. That's he had twins. He's like, all right, there's no chance oh, of parole for him. He's he's in serious trouble. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, guys, you know, our show is about pop culture and like our, we as a family, my uh, Heather, myself and our she daughter, my, and wife. My, my wife, uh, Hello. this one right here, she, uh, we like, like to get together and watch TV and movies and stuff like that. And some of the best times we have is talking about that stuff, uh, what we watch together, what we like, what we hate, what we can't stand, what we're looking forward to, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. As a family for you guys, with you and your kids and your significant others, what do you watch, whether it be movies or TV or as a family? What do you guys, what are you into? Is there something you guys bond over or? Anything? The whole family? Sure. Yeah. Like, my wife, like if my wife and I can find one show that we can enjoy together. That's a win. Oh my God. Yeah, I used to do it. Do you joke. like reality TV and you're not? Or like, what's the difference? Well, people will go, hey, did you see that movie? Um, the other night, and you go, uh, yeah, I, I watched it in 20 minute increments over four weeks. That's how we operate. Right. I don't even know why we're in the same bedroom because we have no similar interests. Like, we go to watch TV at night and we end up like scrolling, doom scrolling through all the shows. And she's like, oh, that's too dark. And then she wants to watch Sex in the City. And I was like, look, it was a good show. I don't want to watch it again. No, it was good. Watch I watched it. it when it was on. She wants to like watch Friends and go to sleep to Friends or Seinfeld. And I, they're great shows. They're great shows. But I'm like, I want to watch Barry or Succession or something. And so uh, we never ever decide on a show. Like Mad Men, Downton Abbey. There's a handful of shows. Love and Death we just watched, which we loved. But um, if you, what you make a show that both a husband and wife really bond together over, you're going to take over the world. And what do you watch though with your kids? What do you guys like to watch together? Right Nothing. now, <laughs> we have Super the Super Mario Brothers movie on repeat, twenty four yeah. hours a day, seven yep. days a week. It's on here. Uh, we we are also a Mar we're a Marvel superhero family, so we watch all of those movies together. Yeah. We just took all of the boys in an it was nightmares taking two four year olds to a, a movie. Uh, in a public place where other people are, yeah. but we just watched the new Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse movie. Kids yeah. loved it. They, loved Jace, it. So great. Jace was glued to the screen. It's so good. It's so it's good. good. They've yeah. literally done such a great job. Yep. Um, we're the same with movies like Pixar. Like we're going to go see Elemental and, but any Pixar movie with my kids, but I will tell you, there's a couple of shows. There's one, a magic. Justin Willman has a magic show. Where he does kind of street magic. I don't know if you know. Oh, what he's yeah. Ma magic for humans? Is that is magic that for humans? That's exactly yeah. what it's called. And so my kids were watching it and I was like, whatever. And then all of a sudden I was like, I got totally hooked in. And that dude is awesome. And that show is actually really great for kids and parents together. And then Floor is Lava. But the Floor is Lava oh, is yeah. like, that's oh, one yeah, thing that's my on kids and I will watch together where I'm like, yeah, all right, that's a pretty good show. And baking shows. We love like halloween baking show or kids baking shows that's it but for a while channing was into um, that show <clears throat> with nicole byer the baking show uh, yeah. with nicole byer she was into that nailed it or something right yes nailed it that's the one they watch and so they yeah. got me hooked on it so i started watching it and uh yeah it's really it's a really great show is it cake is pretty good too 
Oh, that's funny too. Where you're like, it's a, that's pretty crazy. We are like, wait, is that a, is that a Volkswagen bus or is that no? It's a giant cake. It's a. And then the guy cuts it, and, and you're like, oh yeah, that is cake. Um, it's so nice too when you can find something that you can watch with your kids. Um, we don't watch a lot of stuff. I think maybe because of our show, there's a perception that we watch everything with Channing or that we only watch stuff together as a family. Right. Most of the time she's in her like little playroom area and we're in the living room, but we do watch a lot of the same shows together. Like we love Barry. We love succession. Yep. But I also, if Seinfeld is on, I'm not going to lie. I will watch it or just leave it on in the background. It's or like watch. right now I'm, <clears throat> Golden I'm, Girls. I'm doing a casual rewatch of Golden Girls. And so Ooh. like, so I'm like working on the computer, I'll just have it on in the background and I'm listening and I'm just like, laughing because that show is so funny yeah. just timelessly funny and they got away with so much that they would not be able to get away with in comedies now especially on a network so it is funny how shows have changed yeah so much so much and so we're always on the hunt to try to find things that we can watch together because the television especially is our primary form of entertainment we're not athletes is what i'm saying what's, what's <laughs> the craziest thing you've watched with your kids where you, later you were like like i remember when my daughter was like five or six we watched jurassic park Oh, yeah. And one was like ran screaming, and the other one was yes. like, No, no, I'm good. And she, my five year old, watched the entire movie, like just that dude get eaten or whatever. And part of me was like, And she was like, No, it's all good. I'm watching dinosaurs eat people. Well, we watched yeah. Ghostbusters with Chan when she was like three or four. She and it. she it's loved dark. Yeah, it was pretty dark. Yeah. That, the scene where the hands come up, the claws come up out of the yeah. chair, it's intense yeah. for she me, even now. Me. But she won't watch it now. I think because she was too little to yeah. like understand maybe what was really going on. I don't think she will watch it now. No, but she loves stuff like Nightmare Before Christmas and <laughs> you know the Tim Burton claymation movies and stuff like that. Yeah, she those loves are that darkness. But yeah, she won't watch Ghostbusters. It's so funny how kids, my kids love that too with Jack O'Lantern yeah. singing his stuff. Yeah, it's well, great. It's like Disney. It has a Disney, even though it wasn't a, I don't think it was originally a Disney movie. Was there? Did Disney buy it? The it was a short he had made. I think it was a, one of the first things he ever made out of Cal Arts was about those characters. And yeah. then uh, he ended up making like Pee Wee's Playhouse or whatever and all the other stuff. And then he brought it back out to do the claymation video. Pretty Let good. me ask you guys, since you're both comedians, how often do you feel like you incorporate comedy into your parenting style? Um, do you think that that is something that helps you or are your kids just like, what are you doing, dad? I think it's the entire way that this this ship stays afloat, because if I don't use the humor, I will cry. Sure. Well, I will. Um, yes, I'm exactly the same. And I only did it because that's who I am. I probably I probably have same. a fightingly sarcastic, uh, cynical attitude about pretty much everything. <laughs> so I also find that like I, it's teaching my kids to deal with stuff that way, which has kind of served like our oldest on seven year old, like particularly like on the playground or with bullies and whatnot, like his his quick responses have definitely served him well. So I think it's a skill set that he's definitely using. I thought that too when my kids were that age and now I feel like uh I've created Frankenstein the monster and weaponize them <laughs> yeah I weaponized this child and lately I've been like wow I want to do over because I feel like I kind of created um you know she's running around town 
and and people have pitchforks and torches and they're trying to kill the monster and i'm like dude i go i'm trying to teach her when to use when to use the it. weapon yeah well, plus, it, plus it comes back to haunt you she'll turn that oh, right back torturing. around on you oh, and dude. i'm i'm personally getting sick of my daughter owning me on every on every comeback <laughs> you know when i tell her to she do something stares at me this is her new thing where she's just like anytime i say anything she just goes mm. oh yeah she looks up at me where i'm like hey Dude, you don't look at me like that. I look at you like that. It's, it's For years, I never understood why people always wanted to punch me in the face. And now, after dealing with a tiny version of me, I get it. I yeah. see it. That's well, so wrong. Makes me That's so feel true. worse. My all the other like parents. Anytime my daughter acts up, they always go, "Man, she's just like you." And I go, "Am I that big of a jerk? What the?" <laughs> Surprise! I, I, almost, I used to take it like a compliment, like, "Oh, she's just like me." And now lately, I've been like. Oh, that's the worst thing you could say to me. I've yeah. <laughs> For example, my my seven year old, we were folding laundry, and he held up a pair of my underwear and literally looked at me and goes, "We could hang these uh, in the backyard as a hammock. They look huge and comfy." And I was like, <laughs> "Dude, she, my hey, daughter, I asked her. Yeah, they get. I asked my daughter twenty times hurts. yesterday to do. I was like, I don't know, twenty times over the whole day to do something, and she just kept ignoring me and walking away or whatever. And finally, I was like, Hannah, are you going to do this? And she goes, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and then I was like, When? She's like, I don't know. I was late. I was whoop, out the door again. I was like, God, kids killing no, me. No, it's it's bad. We're in that same page of age right now. Channing just turned ten a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago now, and it is it is a constant mix of eye rolls and yeah then like the next minute she's fine and still adorable and lovely and we're we're not regretting our life choices so it's it's just a constant like what phase are we going to be in today you never know yeah, but never my know. daughter with the my daughter's like bob euchre like she's batting 200 in the happy you know it's like it's like 80 percent eye rolls and yep. biting sarcasm and then 20 percent. all right i guess i guess we'll let you stay like <laughs> don't know anymore i mean well, I think that you guys are both two of the funniest dads that I know. And so because of that, we are going to play a little game with you and we're going to pit the parents lounge dads against each other here. So you're not playing oh. as a team. You're battling it out. All right. I'm okay. like, own you sucker. <laughs> Bring it. All right. So here's the deal. You guys are going to have one minute and I'm going to start a timer. All right. And you're going to go uh, back and forth to see who can name the most comedians who have played dads in a movie. Okay, ready? The most comedians who have played dads in a movie. And your time starts now with Jason, go. Robin Williams. Will Ferrell. Um, Eddie Murphy, Tim Allen, Larry the Cable Guy. No, <laughs> no way. Name the movie. Tooth Fairy. He's the he's a dad in Tooth Fairy. That he gets the job. He and he gets the that's how he gets the job because of his kid. Kevin Hart. Twenty seconds. Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, Jeff Foxworthy. Mm -hmm. What movie? You what? can't just start naming comics. It's got to be a movie that he played a dad in. It was a TV show, not a movie, though. All oh. right, 10 seconds. 
Jerry Lewis, Steve Martin. Oh, Steve Martin definitely is. Um, and time. <laughs> yeah, Kaler crushed me. Well, that's not fair though. I know a lot. I know a lot more comics. But yeah. All right. Do you want another final total? Oh, I could. I could have named more. I was literally waiting for him to talk before I could name more. All right. I got crushed. Seven to four, Jamie. Yeah. I gave you the TV show there, Jason, because I felt so. Oh, ridiculous. I appreciate. Thank you. Thank you. I do appreciate that. <laughs> I can see the wheels in your head turning, though, Jason. You're like, who is that? What? Yeah, but honestly, when we were playing it, uh, Steve Martin was the first one that we both. Parenthood. Yeah, thought yeah, of. For sure. And Always was Steve more Martin. Than one. Yeah. I, I guess Michael I Keaton what used to be a comedian, too, right? Keaton was, actually. That would have been a great one from yes. um, from oh, Mr. Mr. Mom. Yeah, Mr. how did we forget Michael Keaton? He would have been number one on my list. Honestly, yeah. there's so many dads and uh, that are comics, and I think that uh, Jamie Kaler. Jamie Kaler. Jamie Kaler. Yeah. There you go. Did you play I a play dad in a movie though? Family Stone. I'm, I play the dad. Oh, that's dad right. There you go. Well, it's, <laughs> and I think what's so great about it is that fatherhood lends itself to so much humor, and you can well, really take a part of that and a part of yourself, part of your act, you know, whatever it might be, amazing. and it could easily be applied to any sort of show. Well, um, all comedy is tragedy plus time. So just take any day in parenting take the horrific, tragic moments of me dragging my child out of, I actually drove away without the one this morning because she was being such a pain in the ass. I was like, leaving without you. And I drove around the block and she came out screaming like, ah, and I threw in the car. And then we celebrated her birthday two months early with a vanilla shake and a donut. Fantastic our, parenting. I'm doing, I'm fantastic. killing it. I think our goals is just to not scar them for life. Because like literally all we can do is like set them up to for success in the best way we can. They either take it or they don't, you know, we've all seen children of famous people who you're like, where, what happened yeah. there? But ultimately at the end of the day, they're their own kids and their own people. And they're either going to take your lessons and advice or not. And, that and then you have some wrong. kids, some kids grew up in absolutely tragic homes, horrible, uh, abusive homes and turned out super successful and they're amazing so who knows anymore who knows, what the right choice who is. knows? um well we think you guys are fantastic and we want to encourage everybody to check out your show tell everyone where they can find you and listen to the parents lounge it's live uh, every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Facebook.com slash the parents lounge uh YouTube at the parents lounge and Twitter and Twitch Cool. And then what about social media? Can we follow you guys on social? Anywhere at the Parents Lounge or at Jamie Kaler and uh, at Jason Gowan. But yeah, yep. um, and we're everywhere, TikTok. And also you can get uh, download uh, uh, the audio versions of our podcast, every month, new ones every Monday and Thursday uh, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And speaking of those comics, go back and check our old episodes with Larry the Cable Guy, Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. Bill Engvall, Burt Kreischer, Joe Coy, uh, Heather, Heather Brooker. Brooker. Heather Brooker. Yeah. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for your time. And hopefully oh, thanks we'll for having come us. on the Parents on again soon and yep. chat with you guys. Okay? Yes, absolutely. Thank All you, right. guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Absolutely love those guys. So great. I cannot wait Amazing. to go back on their show and have fun with them. Their show is so much fun. And um, we'll definitely have to sign up. They're so nice, too. They're so up. nice. I don't know why I need to sign up, but I'm sure they'll just let us know when I, we can come on. I again. think so. I mean, <laughs> we've, we've got their email. 
So. Uh, yes, and we'll put also information in like the graphics on the show and where you guys can find them and follow them and um, check out their show. Worthwhile, definitely. Worthwhile. All right, let's move on, guys. What are we watching right now? What are we looking forward to? Chan, you want to start? Yes. Uh, I'm looking forward to the new Trolls movie. Yay. Oh, man. This is a long pitch here because that doesn't come out until November. I know, but I'm still excited about it. I'm still going to talk about so it. So we saw a preview of it. It came on before The Little Mermaid. And uh, we both went, <gasps> Yeah. I, I, they're getting married. Just you think? Well, I mean, it was kind of hinted at. Yeah, it was kind of hinted like they're like about to say I do. And um, like we find out Ranch's secret brother's past stuff. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm really excited about that. We're going to meet more of Bran the Branch, the Branch's family. Branch, Branch and Poppy have been <gasps> in our house forever, it seems like. Yeah. I just thought of something. What? The Branch of family of Branch. Yes. I'm sure that joke will be made. Family yes. Branch. Branch's family Branch. <laughs> the branch of branch. How many times do you think they're going to say that? Probably one million. A lot. <laughs> That's a good one, Channing. I'm also looking forward to that. It comes out November 17th, right around my birthday. So maybe we'll make that a birthday movie. We're definitely a Trolls mom. family. Definitely mm -hmm. a Trolls family. All right, Daddy, what are you watching right now or looking forward to? Right now I'm watching a new show on, uh, on Apple Plus uh, called Silo. And it's kind of this, uh, it's a post-apocalyptic, dystopian, future, sci-fi kind of show that's based on a series of books that I read years ago that I barely remember. I remember bits and pieces. But basically, it's about uh, this society, this, this, these group of people who live in this giant silo in the earth. And all they know is that they've always been in the silo. They never leave the silo. If they leave the silo, they'll die. And no one knows why they're even in the silo. And so it's a big kind of mystery, and it all unfolds over the course of the show. And I like the show a lot because it's, well, A, it's sci-fi, and I love sci-fi. I'm a geek. And it's got that kind of future uh, future dystopian vibe, which which I know you and I love so much. Yeah, it's, it's got good. a real Snowpiercer vibe. It's a good it, show. It, I'm really curious to see what the catch is. I kind of want to watch it now. You could probably watch it with us. It's I think cool. so. I, I mean, it, so. You, may not, you may get bored. It may not be quite your speed, but yeah. it's not... Inappropriate. Maybe just like anything. one episode, and yeah. then I can see if I like it or not. Totally, I'd be down for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. I wouldn't say it's a fun show because it is kind of dark and serious, but it's 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 very interesting. I'd say, it's and I like it. Interesting now. story. So the one thing I am really looking forward to is Outlander season seven, for sure. and it is such a good show. It's obviously a good, sh great show because it's been going for so long. But what's keeping it afloat is the fan base. The Outlander fan base is rabid. It is, um, they are intense fans. They love the show. They watch every second of it. They supported the show. I swear, Stars gets a spike uh, in sure. subscriptions. That's when the only the reason new, why we subscribe. Right. It really is the only yeah. reason why we have Stars at this point. There's no other shows off the top of my head I can think of that we watch on Stars yeah. other than Outlander. And um, it's just a good show. It is a time travel show. It is about um, romance, about love. There's oh some naked dear. bits in it. Oh. Definitely not for kids, but it's for moms. Your time travel sex show. It is. Basically. Uh, yeah. I was trying I'm not still to not say used to you guys saying that. It's for moms, not for kids. So here's the deal. The fan base, are they fans of the show or are they fans of the Books, because it was a book series before the show. I think most of them are fans of the show and then discover the book series. But okay. there's a, a contingent for sure that read the books first. So I mean, has the show surpassed the books now? Are they in their own original content now? Or are they still doing book stuff? No, they're still following the books. There was like, okay. I want to say maybe 10 books. Because that's the problem Game of Thrones had. Yeah. Game of Thrones started exceeding what he had written. 
Yeah. And so he had to play catch up a little no, bit. No, the Outlander books came out so long ago and they're all already finished. So everybody who's read the books knows how it ends and where it's going. Yeah. Um, but there is a large, most people discovered Outlander when it went to Netflix. Oh, of course. And they were like, what is this glorious show? <laughs> and that's how it truly like picked up steam and gained more, even more popularity. Okay. And, um, but it def there's definitely already source material already written for okay. the show. Okay. So Outlander season seven, I will be ready. I will be waiting. Um, I will be in the other room. For my Sassanox. Sass you be ready, yeah. you be waiting. I'll be in the other room. All right, let's move on to <laughs> Chansplaining. I am Chansplaining Sam and Cat. What is Sam and Cat? So Sam and Cat is basically this TV show that originated on Nickelodeon and now it streams on Netflix. Mm -hmm. So it's basically about these two girls way, very, 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 very different personalities. One's like really tough. She's been to prison before, Whoa. and one's like a cute redheaded girly girl. Which one has been to prison? Sam Puckett. She went to prison. Mm -hmm. How old is she in the show? Sixteen. But she had been to prison. Yes. Okay, I don't think that's true. This sounds like a gritty show. <laughs> okay. This is dark. Nickelodeon's you, like it kind of okay. So, it both and also both of the characters are from two different shows. Also, yeah. That, and they meet together. This is their spinoff show, yeah. Yes, their oh. own little version. Oh, okay. Sam Puckett doesn't go in in jail in any of the shows. Okay. Okay? All right, all right. <laughs> 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 so they basically meet up. So Sam Puckett just got back from Sac Sacramento, and I was in L.A., and Kat, who is like the girly girl redheaded, mm -hmm. who also is Ariana Grande. Oh, um, she like she helps this, these kids find a cat, and then she drops her gum in a trash can. She falls into the trash can to pick up her gum, and then Sam's Sam, who's eating a burrito, watches her, and she's like, "What's that redheaded chick doing in a trash can?" <laughs> <laughs> and then the trash truck comes and picks up the trash can that she's in. She's like, and Sam's like, oh, "I love you, burrito," and tries to save her, and then they meet up and became best friends and then Sam crashed with Kat for a little bit because and then they became roommates and then they started this babysitting mm, business. Okay. And they got and how they figured out is because they got paid like $130 for it. Like a lot of money. So they're like, ooh, I think I'm getting good at this. And then future on they get a little fights a little bit, but then like they were solved. Together. Okay. All right. All right. Well this sounds like a fun show. It is. Very fun. Mostly about friendship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. and it'll, it's it, it actually came out ten years ago, so it came out basically when I was. And it stars born. Ariana Grande and Jeanette McCurdy. Yes, that is correct. And it is on Netflix, and it was on Nickelodeon. I don't. Know, I bet you can still watch it on Nickelodeon. Yeah. You probably could. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Bunny. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a good show. Good All right, tip. let's good move tip. on to Brooker Beats. Yeah, Woo! Brooker Beats this week is Moby. Uh, he just came out with a new album uh, about almost a month ago um, called Resound NYC. Now, back in 2021, Moby came out with an album called Reprise, which is basically his version of some of his more popular songs that he put uh, in front of an orchestra. He performed with the LA Philharmonic, and they did symphonic versions of his songs. And it was cool. It was a very cool version. I like it when artists do that. This is very much the same thing. 
except he's kind of redefined what the term orchestra and symphony means. So he does have a symphony. He does have strings and things like that, but he's also got horns. He's got revised beats. He's got new singers coming in on some of these songs. So he's very much redeveloped and reworked a lot of, uh, a, a lot of his hit songs and a lot of some more of his obscure songs as well. And it's a really, really, really good listen to it because it's like you're hearing new music uh, from Moby on this album, but it still has a sense of familiarity. So mm-hmm. it's got all its favorites. Uh, one, of, one of my favorites, favorite songs on the album is the new version of Southside. It doesn't sound oh. anything like the old well, version. Just totally redid it. Because huh? it comes in with this horn section that blows it out of the water, hmm. and it, it sounds totally different. You're wondering, what is this? It sounds weirdly familiar, but then the vocals kick in, and you automatically know what it is, but it's a reworked version, and it's just really cool to listen to. With Gwen Stefani or no? No, okay. no Gwen Stefani. But there are a lot of guests on this album, like Margot Timmons from the Cowboy Junkies, uh, the lead singer of the Kaiser Chiefs, uh, you know, helps on the album as well, um, and a bunch of others, too. Uh, so it's you hear these songs that you're familiar with, but it's got new vocal arrangements, new strings, all kinds of new instrumentations. Uh, it's really good. Are there trombones? There, there are trombones, good. actually. <laughs> yes. You would be perfect on this album. Yay. Yes. Kill it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that sounds good. Well, we love Moby. Um, yep. Uh, I've interviewed him. He was a very cool guy. Uh, so I don't know if he's a cool guy in real life, but he was very nice to me. No, he's great in concert, so too. We've seen him a couple great times. Great in concert. Yeah, yeah, it's a really fun show. Um, you know what else is a fun show? The Brooker Family Podcast. And that's it. Another episode of our show is coming to a close. Please take a minute and subscribe to our show. Share it with friends. We are so happy to do this every week. And we hope that you guys are enjoying the content that we bring you and the guests we bring you as well. And Channing, what do you want to talk about this week? I want to talk about... Merch. Merch! (laughs) (laughs) Please check out our merch on our website. It's the brand new Brooker Family Popcast merch. There you go. You were very excited and then you forgot that you were going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So check out our website, brookerfamilypopcast.com. We've got merch, our latest episodes, events we're hosting, and then also uh, my live comedy events that are coming up. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.